Blog Talk Radio. And all. It's another episode of Magic Universe with Sharona. And I'm so happy that you're joining me here today. Just to let you know, this little radio show is all about awakening and embracing your inner personal power and self confidence, as well as shining your light and creating magic and miracles in all areas of your life. Simply by using tarot and other spiritual tools, and maybe a little help from your angels, ancestors, and spirit guides, and hey, here's another one, even your own self in a past uh, incarnation. Who knew? Most importantly, reacting with the divine and loving conscious energy of the magic universe that we are each a part of. So, are you ready? to live your magic, are you ready to be who you really are, then you are going to want to join me during this hour, and I'm going to invite you to step into your power and awaken your true magic. So, why don't you grab yourself a cup of tea and settle in, because I know this is going to be a fun and very magical hour. Okay. Just to tell you a little bit about myself and this show, I'm Sharona, and I'm the radio host of Magic Universe, right here on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. And I'm a tarot reader, I'm a scholar, teacher, an angel Reiki master, and I do a little bit of spiritual life and business coaching, but most of all, I am a teacher of the magical and intuitive arts and you know i just love 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 using such tools as tarot astrology numerology and much much more and i use this to help me but also i show you how you too can live and manifest the life of your dreams you see um, i'm having fun following my dreams uh, besides this little radio show and my tarot reading and teaching and coaching, I'm also an artist and designer and writer. And right now, I am finishing up the uh, creation of my tarot deck, the Boho Pixie Tarot, and its companion guidebook, The Little White Dog. And that's where I show with you how to use my revolutionary system for reading tarot, which will have you reading quicker than you can say pixie. So um, you were fluently speaking the language of tarot by combining numerology together with the uh, tarot and following your own little white dog. So what dreams do you want to create? What do you want to manifest? Please call into the show. After all, this is a magic show, and maybe together I can help you manifest them. Now, to tell you a little bit more about me, I'm calling, I'm coming to you, I'm calling and I'm calling, coming to you live from the Big Apple. That's New York City, where today it's a cold and sunny day, and right now the moon is in Scorpio. 
which is really good for us because when the moon is in Scorpio, it helps bring on our intuition and magic. Okay, and I just need to let you know that this show is a live call-in radio show, and we talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about um, angels and energy healing and astrology, um, but we especially love tarot and oracle cards. But the most important thing that I want you to tune into is what we call synchronicity, and that's about how you um, start to embrace your personal magic and see it happening all around you. So I teach you how to raise your energy so that you have good, good, good high vibrations. And that way, you can create, generate, and attract more love and magic into your life. And one of my favorite things that I love doing here on this show is introducing my listeners to members of our tarot and medical physical community. And, well, today... I have a couple of extra, extra, extra special guests. You see, these are my tarot teachers and mentors, Ruth Ann and Wald Amberstone. And after we finish with the interview, um, please call in. I will be taking a few calls if you want me to do like a, a mini tarot reading for you. So please call in. But get into the line, and you'll see there's a prompt that you press the number one on your keypad, and that will let me know that you want me to take your call, because we have people that are just listening in, and they don't want me to take their call. Okay, so um, you want to do that if you want to talk to me. And the phone number is 714-816-4628. Now, that's just if you want to listen, as I said before. And if you want to be live on the air, you need to press that number one on your phone keypad. Okay? And another way that uh, you can join us is we do have a chat room. And in order to do that, you want to make sure that, um, that you go to the tarotguild.com forward slash chat and they'll be able to chat in there you'll also see that um, we also broadcast the show over YouTube so you might want to hop in that way there's just so many ways uh, that you can uh, come in and you can talk to us and when you go into the website for the Tarot Guild you just want to check out everything there because we have a lot of wonderful things that are happening over there and, um, of course, one of our other sponsors is the uh, Psychic Talk Radio Network. And that's the one and only radio network with spirit. So please check that out and learn more about our upcoming radio shows, our hosts, and all the good, fun things that we're doing here. And don't want you to forget, um, if you want to reach me, when I'm not live on the air, you can always uh, email me at Sharona. That's Sharona, S-H-A-R-O-N-A-H at psychictalk.net. And leave me a message there and let me know if there's a show that you want me to do or if you know someone that might want to be on the show, that's where you go when you do that. Okay. So now it's time to rock and roll, and it's time to get our magic on. 
So today, as I said earlier, we have some really, really special uh, people coming on our show. I'm so excited. Um, Ruth Ann and Wald Amberstones are the co-founders of the Tarot School. And together, they teach, write, and publish about tarot on all levels, from divination to psychology to esoteric, esotericism, <laughs> can't talk today, and uh, magical practice. And um, they are actually my mentors and my teachers. They're among my teachers. I've had many teachers, but uh, they stand out at the top of the, uh, the pack of my teachers. And uh, to tell you a little about them, they, um, Ruth Ann began her career as a reader in 1974, and Walt picked up his first tarot deck and began his tarot studies in 1959. And they both have been awarded the honorary rank of certified tarot grandmasters in 1998. And they are the founders of the Tarot School, um, which opened its doors in 1995. Now, uh, now, you don't have to be in New York to take advantage of their wonderful classes. They're now doing them on Zoom. So I will certainly let you know um, where you can get in uh, touch with them at the Tarot School because you're going to want to um, certainly go to the Zoom classes, and they also give wonderful um, courses, um, all of which I've taken, by the way, and they, are also, they also have the Tarot Tips newsletter, and they've written books. They've written The Secret Language of Tarot, 78 Practical Techniques to Enhance Your Tarot Readings, and they also were contributors to Chiro Marchetti's Legacy of the Divine Tarot and the Llewellyn uh, Tarot Rito Almanacs. So they've just done so many wonderful things. And um, one of the things that um, they also did for many years is the Rito Studio, uh, which has been on hiatus. We're going to talk about that it is coming back. And um, I just, you know, I just can't go on enough about how much I love, love, love Ruth Ann and um, Walt Amberstone. So I am going to bring uh, the two of them on right now um, so that they can. Oh, so hi. Hi there. Thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful day. How are you doing? Well, we're doing Hi, fine, Laura. and thank you for having us. It's a, oh, it's, a it's pleasure my pleasure. We haven't seen each other for a while. Yeah. I Can know. We, I know. Can but you hear me okay? <laughs> you can hear me. I can, I can hear you perfectly. Um, Good. You're coming in loud and clear. We're trying something new where you, I've got you both on two different telephones. And it's working out really good. So we've got a three-way party line going here. Lovely. A little, a little bit of technical magic. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you know what? Anything I don't understand is magic sometimes. Uh. So, <laughs> and, you know, I'm so happy to have you here. And, um, you know, um, I know uh, you, you have put so much love into what you do, the love of tarot. But for the folks that don't know you that are listening in, why don't you uh, share uh, your journey as icons in the tarot world? How, how did you get started? I know, Walt, you got started uh, really, uh, uh, what was it, 1959? So yeah. what was it like back in 1959 in the tarot world? Huh. I thought you well, said 1859. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, as, far as, I knew it, as far as I knew at the time, there was no tarot world. There was only, I think, one book that I, that I could find. There was only one deck that I could find. There were no people that I that I knew that were interested in tarot or did tarot in any way. It was um, practically an unknown thing then. You had to wander into a into a head shop, into a place where they sold you know pipes and and weed and magic books and stuff like that to find a tarot deck under in, in, a, uh, in a display case, which is what I did. And then there was only the one deck. It was a Marseille deck, and that was all you could get hold of. And then after a while, we had another book. And after a while, um, what's his name, Stuart Kaplan came along and published the, the weight deck. And every all of a sudden, there was a whole world of people jumping in to, you know, to take part in the whole thing. By 1964 or 65, there were more books being written, more, you know, there was, there was a, a conference or two, I think, going on at the time. I'm not sure about that. But I think no, there were some. I know, I know no. that they taught that there were um, the head shops at the time, the magic shops that were proliferating in New York all had tarot cards and they all had teachers who would teach tarot and do, do tarot readings. And pretty soon it became a pretty lively place. There was a community and it grew and grew and grew and grew until now today it encompasses millions of people all over the world. So it's been quite, wow. a, quite a journey. And I was there at the beginning, at least the, the beginning wow. of modern 20th century tarot. The, the, the tarot had also, of course, been the, been the property, the intellectual property and the spiritual property of magical organizations around the world, but you didn't know about them because they were closed secret places and the public had no knowledge of them at all. So the, the beginning of public tarot, the beginning of a public tarot community probably began in the early 1960s. Wow. And I was there for that. That's... Wow. Well, thank you for... Uh... For your contribution. Oh wow! Yeah, and it was really it was really funny. I used to go to um, the social clubs and stuff. In, in New York, there was a, there was a newspaper called the Village Voice. And in the Village Voice, they used to advertise for parties that would take place on the weekend, and uh, you'd go and you'd have a good social time, and it was really a lot of fun. And I went to some of those parties, and after a while, became a, a kind of a regular. And I used to do tarot readings all the time. Then I, I would have all I'd have to do is let people know, or you just take out the cards and put them on a table, and all of a sudden I'd be surrounded by people who wanted information. And what was really funny was that in those days I was single, and I used to, you know, get girls dropping their telephone numbers on my lap by the dozens. I don't know if you know that, if that was part of it. Well, I remember even with me when I got into it a little bit later than. 
than you, but um, I got it into, uh, you know, reading the cards, I guess, in college. And um, it made you like a popular kid. Suddenly everyone wanted to talk to you. So uh, yeah. I always... I always laugh. I say, if you want to get popular, learn how to read the tarot, and you'll be the most popular person at, at any party that you go to. Little little secret you could, there. You, <laughs> you, could, you could go into a restaurant or a bar, sit down by yourself at a table, take out your cards and spread them on the table and play around with them, and before you know it, you'd have a whole bunch of people standing around and sitting next to you and wanting to know more. Yep, it's that's strange. the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, you know, for some people, there's a lot of misconceptions around the the tarot, what it is and and what it's a gateway to. Uh, what have you, um, what, you know, what um, are some of the misconceptions that are out there about tarot that you want to let our, our uh, listeners know might be true or might not be true? Oh dear, Ruthann, you want to do that one? No, I'm I'm not aware of that many misconceptions anymore, other than the, you know, the old-fashioned work of the devil. And I suppose that there are some people who still feel that way, but I really don't think that that's part of the current um, belief system. And things have changed a lot in terms of understanding the tarot and and usage, especially with the younger generations, they really are drawn to it and many, many things, you know, part of the spiritual work. So I don't know. I mean, do you have some misconception in mind, Sharona? Well, I mean, there's always the ones uh, like that you have to, things like you have to, uh, have someone buy a deck for you, or oh, that okay. um, that you, or that you have to be already. You have to be psychic to read the tarot. You have to be born psychic, or I uh, yeah. Well, well, um, we have one rule about tarot, and that there are no rules. Uh, awesome. You know, whatever whatever works for you, and uh, if. You you do not have to have your first deck gifted to you at all, but if you feel that that is something special and that you know of someone who would really like to do that for you and it makes a difference, then why not? I mean, but, but you don't have to. Um, I think that at the time when that belief came about, there really were not that many tarot decks. Now there are thousands and thousands, and, and there are many people who just collect them because of the art uh, for various reasons. They have friends who are creating decks, and they want to support them. Uh, it's a very different world than it was back then, and it's pretty difficult to avoid buying your own deck if that's something that you want to do. Um, but as far as any kind of rituals are concerned, wrapping them in silk or charging them under the moon, rituals are very personal. And 
I would never say, you know, no, don't do that. I mean, unless, of course, it's going to be putting somebody in danger and I can't think of anything. Is important to you and as a practitioner and what works for you, then do that. But there, there are no shoulds. Definitely. That you is good. That's good to know. Well, do you have anything mm-hmm. you want to contribute to that? I'm just curious to know if you, have any, if you have any, uh, any personal rules with regard to acquiring decks or, you know, pre- or practicing with them, whatever it is you practice. Do you have any rules you, you follow? Um, I mainly just say just do it. Um, it's, you know, to me, buying and using a tarot deck is no different from buying a book or uh, going into an art gallery and looking at art on the wall. You know, you're looking at uh, words and symbols. And for me, I like to say, you put those together and they they start creating pathways uh, in your mind that you can come up with solutions and, and ideas and just really uh, increase your your consciousness to what is around you. I mean, I, I think they're just beautiful tools. When you buy a tarot deck, you're inviting magic into your life. Yeah. Well, they invite um, magic is, um, you know, people think of it as being something that is uh, rare. But just the fact that we are alive is magic. Magic is everywhere. <laughs> Do you, have a, do you have a definition for that word? Do you know what do you, when you say magic? What do you mean? I I always kind of go back to where it comes from. You know, you think of the word imagination, but also there's the word madge. You know, uh, the you know the um, you know the the, the uh, people that were in the Bible, like the three uh-huh. uh, wise men. But uh-huh. I think imagination is, you know, maybe the key word that okay. um, they tap into your imagination. What, what do you do? You, do you have a definition for magic? Well, yes, I do. I actually have my own. <clears throat> I guess everybody would have. <clears throat> Excuse me. But for me, magic is simply the mystery of the universe made manifest. Exactly. I like that. I really like that. Ruth Ann, do you have a definition? Uh, Sorry. Not specifically. I, I like walls. I find it difficult to top that one. <laughs> no, I think as usual, Walt, he says it all. <laughs> um, Pretty much. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, I I was lucky enough to, to um, talk about how I got to, to know the two of you. I was lucky enough to uh, go to your classes when you had them in New York City, and then I also went to your classes when uh, you were doing them in Forest Hills. And I was really lucky to um, find you and also, you know, take your classes. I completed your correspondence course, which I highly recommend. Um, That's still available, right? You can still do that, Walt? And, yes, yes, you know, yeah, I, I kind of call your, you're like kind of like the Harvard, 
you know, if there were like, you know, <laughs> colleges to, <laughs> to study uh-huh. this, you would be up there with Harvard and Princeton. Let's put it that way. Well, thank the you. The creme de la creme. Fine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, you kind of all put it all together because it's not, um, you know, just looking before I uh, came on the air, I got out my notebook that I had that actually went back to like, I think, uh, uh, 2013 was, I think, when I uh, took the course with you. And it's a course where it's all in there, everything from Kabbalah to numerology to symbolism to to magic. You know, you just kind of touch on everything that um, what I love is how just and pick any card in the deck and it opens so many doors. You know, each each card, it's not just one door that it opens, it's multiple doors. And, you know, I thank you for turning me on to that. You're very welcome. What was it in you that, that was attracted to it in the first place? I don't think anybody can come to this and stay with it if they have not got already a, a solid, strong reason for attraction. You've got yeah, to have it in you uh, first before you get to it. <clears throat> you, you mean how did I come to the course, my journey? Not, to, not, only, <laughs> not, not only to the course, but to, but to tarot in general and to the desire to study it. I mean, it's well enough to be curious and to buy a deck out of curiosity and have it as a curiosity in your house. It's another thing entirely to follow tarot as a path. You bother to, take the, to spend the money to take the time to learn its intricacies. And so you'd have to have that propensity in you to begin with, would you not? Yeah, well, I love to learn. And um, I love, I mean, I actually... First, uh, first deck that I started with back in high school was actually a Marseille deck, but before that, um, I used to read with a regular poker deck, and I also had also had like a pendulum. I had a, a pendulum that I used to play with as as a, as a kid. So I don't know. It was kind of like a calling that I felt very comfortable, and. Very, um, it was just something that I that I loved. It just felt uh, it felt true. And what I loved, I loved helping people. So I felt that it was a tool that I could uh, help people, you know, and be of service. That was fun, you know. And uh, I, I also love art, so. Uh, one of the things that that has been really um, that I've enjoyed on my journey with the tarot is seeing how it's evolved. You know how there's just you name it. There's now a tarot deck out there that features um, a theme. So you know it's a it's a great art form. When you began, were you did, did working with the deck make you special in in any way with the people you knew? Come again apart? Did it make you did it make you peculiar among your friends? Um, probably, but I didn't mind that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That that was a good thing. I I um you know, I worked in the fashion business for many years and and everyone used to laugh because I always had a tarot deck in my pocket. 
and, um, you know, rather than it kind of made me kind of different in that uh, it, it attracted to me the people that I wanted and maybe the people that I didn't want around me, they, were, <laughs> they wouldn't come near me. <laughs> yeah, so, there uh, goes the witch Sharona, right? Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Did you like the so, idea of being, of being a, a symbolic witch? Of course, of course. Who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I know that right now that um, you're um, you're doing the Zoom classes, so you don't have to come to New York now to uh, meet up with Ruth Ann and Walt. You can uh, do the Zoom classes. So why don't uh, you tell everyone about that? Because I'm sure there's people out there that are going to say, wow, I want to do that too. Can you tell it's, us a little bit about yeah, that? It's, it's, been, it's been really wonderful for us. When we first started, the only people who could um, come study with us were local to either New York City and then later Queens. And it was great. I mean, we met some really fabulous people. We had a, a wonderful time, and our time in Manhattan was very special. But when we started the correspondence course and then later especially with the Zoom classes, we um, I had written about the – excuse me – Consider the, the correspondence courses Tower School Without Walls because there were no boundaries in terms of geography, but still the in-person classes were limited like that unless we were teaching at a conference. Um, and now well, our current classes, we have somebody coming calling in from Australia, um, and we've had people from China and other countries as well. And it's been really great, not only for us, but having different cultural perspectives from the students when we have discussions and things. Um, And we all learn from each other all the time. And there's the way the classes are structured is that there's, I mean, instructional part and then there are practical exercises and we have breakout rooms where people can exchange readings and so there's a social connection even though we're not all in the same physical room it's you know we've really gotten to know people very well the classes on the zoom have been going for gosh, almost three years now. I know we were working on class this uh, tomorrow. It's going to be class 136, I think. So it's been a very successful format, and people keep coming back. And so that's how you know that you're doing good work, if if you have people coming back all the time. And uh, so... We're very pleased to keep doing that as long as we can. Well, I hope you keep on doing it forever because 
Uh, well, I don't know forever. <laughs> so, uh, what night of the week do you? Is there like a night of the? Uh, is it once a week? Is there a night of the week that you do them? And uh, how can uh, yeah. people become part of it? Well, we've always had classes on Monday night. Uh, that started because in, in another life I was a singer songwriter, and there was a songwriting workshop type situation that I went to on Monday nights and it was very special for me. It was like most people say, oh my God, it's Monday. Mondays are horrible. But for me, Mondays were magical because I was able to be with people I loved and doing something I loved. And so when we went to choose when we were going to have our weekly classes, for me, it had to be Monday. Um, and I still think that it's a good way to start the week. We have them at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, which works pretty well for most uh, time zones. But we also record all the classes. We have video recordings. And anyone who registers, whether they are there or not, gets the recording. And we actually have quite a number of students who participate that way because of time constraints or activity constraints where they're doing busy on Monday nights and can't attend. Um, And we do give credits for classes. We've always given credits for them so that people can earn a Tower School degree, which is an internal degree. It's not certification. but the degrees for us represent a degree of change that a person would tend to go through after studying under supervision for a year. Um, so anyone who attends a class gets credit for that class. We keep track. And I, my brain just sort of like went lit. So I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to know about it. <laughs> well, we want to, um, you know, give out give out your website because that's the first place where people can come and find you. So your website is That's easy, right? Yeah, School dot com. Yeah, we we and, actually you have know, registered the Tarot School. So if you do the Tarot School dot com, I think you'll you'll still get there. So you're the only tarot school. That is awesome. I love that. No, and we're not actually. We're not. We you're, were you're the only started. registered one. <laughs> we, oh. there, are, there are now hundreds and hundreds of tarot schools of India and you know Oshkosh and whatever. But we are probably at this point probably the oldest tarot school that uses those words. So awesome. And I know one of my favorite things that um, that you used to do, and it stopped also when the world stopped for the pandemic and everything, was the reader's studio uh, that yeah. was ha- would happen in the spring. So, uh, you know, if, I, I'm sure our listeners are going to want to know about that and what's going on with that now. What are the new developments and everything about the reader's studio? Well, we produced Reader Studio from 2003 up until we had planned to do a conference in 2020. 
uh, which was all set to go, and uh, that did not happen. Um, we were hopeful that we could do it the following year and then even the following year after that. Um, and so between the developments with the pandemic and also the fact that we have gotten a lot older since then, it's not something that we were physically able to do. Plus, the I remember something I wanted to say about the salons. The reason that we do them only once a week is that it takes the better part of the week to prepare in terms of Wald writes all this material and there's a lot of administrative work that goes into it and um, it's, it's, so there really wasn't a way that we could do both and we had to make a choice. We felt that doing the weekly classes was something that was important and that we could sustain Doing the annual conference, which usually takes about a year and a half to prepare for, we just didn't have it. And it was very sad. We really felt that we're just going to have to let it go. But we were approached by Michelle and Roger Welch, who have been producing other tarot conferences. They do Tide in Dallas and the Northwest Tarot Symposium in uh in the northwest and have done very well with it they're lovely people and they offered to step up and help keep it going and so there will be a reader studio in at the end of april in 2024 um and that you can still get tickets and information at readerstudio.com or thereaderstudio.com. Both of them will work. Um, we are planning, all things being equal, to be there as guests. And so that's going to be a very different experience for us. We'll be able to, you know, see all the people we want to see and, and have a good time and not be working uh, which will be different. I have to, I mean, I have to admit, it is weird because it's been such a big part of our life for so long. But we do trust Roger and Michelle to, to do a good job. We have been involved um, with their process to a degree, and they are keeping as much as possible the roster of instructors who were scheduled to teach in 2020. There are some who cannot make it for various reasons, and so they they have found other presenters, and uh, they know a lot of great people. So I'm sure it's going to be a wonderful time. I know, and I'm so excited, and I know that yeah. uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So you know. If it calls to you, um, I'm telling everyone, you, you definitely want to come to the uh, Reader Studio in New York City, uh, yeah, and you'll learn a lot, and you'll meet a lot of um, amazing people. You know, you meet your family <laughs> of tarot. Yes, it's true. Of tarot it's folks. Yeah. And for, for tarot yeah. professionals, it's been a real boon in terms of networking. 
Uh, a lot of people have gotten a big boost to their professional careers. They've made uh, book deals and traveling, uh, you know, touring opportunities and just meeting other authors. It's We've been told anyway that it's been transformational for quite a number of people. So that's another good reason to come if you're at that level. And if you're not, you know, that's totally fine too. There's a lot of people who will meet you with open arms. As we were saying earlier, you can meet people through tarot. It's the best way to get popular and meet people. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah, there are are lots of people who do not know, they don't have anyone in their immediate vicinity um, who does tarot. They don't, you know, so being in a being in the same room with people who are kindred spirits is an incredible experience. It's a very supportive atmosphere. You don't have to explain anything to anybody, like who you are, what you're doing. There's there's none of that. Um, And that, that also has been invaluable for many people. Definitely. I mean, one of the things that I love is you never know when you sit down at a table who you're going to be sitting next to. You might be sitting next to someone you've read all their books. And mm-hmm. it, the fact that you kind of sit down in the beginning like equals and read for each other is mm-hmm. something that is just unbelievable. You know, such a good thing. So I guess um, this shop with what do you how do you see the the future of tarot evolving? Well, from my point of view, I watch it fairly carefully, <clears throat> and tarot has emerged from the from the the shadows of magical practice into uh, a world of art, psychology, philosophy, and technique that allows for individuals to shine, and to show their stuff. You don't have to be simply a member of a community now in order to take part. Now you can design your own deck, write your own book, and take part in the creative process, you know, from the start. And tarot has gotten to be enormously creative. And a lot of the decks that are out there now are essentially statements, personal statements, of the beliefs of the author. The the, the decks once upon a time were, were attempts to describe a... Uh, a, a magical universe according to an esoteric tradition of one kind or another. Now, those decks are rare compared to the number of decks that are statements of personal belief and personal approach. So the artistic and personal approach to tarot is becoming the big deal now, or has already become the big deal, and I think it will only get to be more so. And I think that the, uh, the actual uh, goings-on in the world, the wars, to the challenges of climate change, <clears throat> all the things that are happening now that make the world so dramatic are going to play a bigger and bigger part in the kind of tarot that is produced. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. And where it goes from there, I really couldn't tell you. The world is changing so fast that it's almost impossible to predict. But tarot will certainly be a part of it and reflect what's going on. 
What do you think about that? I love that. I love that. And Ruthann, is there something yeah. that you'd like to add? Um, one thing is that's fairly dramatic and obvious is that the decks have become much more inclusive. And I don't think that there are any new decks coming out that are as homogenous as they used to be, if that's the right word, unless it's meant to be. So if if there is a deck that is meant to reflect a particular culture, then that will be the predominant, um, you know, depiction of the characters in the tarot. Otherwise, they are all mixed race and mixed sexual orientation and mixed everything you can think of. And that, that's been a change that's been developing over the past maybe 10 years, but it's definitely much more so now than it had been previously. There's an interesting uh, aspect to this. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the things you could say about tarot is that tarot is a portrait of what it means to be human. Yes. And that means that yeah. as people understand that being human encompasses a great deal more than the standards of social acceptance. That social, the, the social universe reflects all of the things that Ruthann was talking about. Race, religion, sexuality, all the things that make us different as well as the things that make us the same. And Tarot is going to reflect that. I love that. I love that. That. That's so good. Oh, my. Thank you. Thank you, Walt. And thank you, Ruthann. Thank you for your your knowledge and everything uh, that you share with us all. And once again, can you tell us where our listeners can follow you? Because I know they will want to. We are, our website is at taroschool.com. We have a monthly newsletter called Tarot Tips that you can subscribe to there. Um, We also have, we wrote a book called The Secret Language of Tarot, and it has just been re-released by Wiser a few days ago, actually. The second edition came out, which is now also available by audio book, um, which is a first, and it's called, it's a slightly different title, Unlocking the Secret Language of Tarot, um, and that is not available on our website right now, but you can get it at any of the standard bookstore outlets or your local bookstore. If they don't have it, you can ask for it. Um, we were very proud of that particular book because it deals with the symbols that are in the cards as opposed to interpretations and card meanings and things. So although it uses the uh, Waitsmith deck, it can often be used with other decks. We really talk about there are mountains that appear in an awful lot of the cards. What is that about? What's special about mountains? So there is information on our website about that book as well. 
um, even though we're not selling it. And we have lots of things, you know, lots of different ways to learn uh, from simple study guides, which are extremely affordable, to a degree program, which is has personal coaching with Wald, and um, lots of things. So taroschool.com, and our email address is taro at taroschool.com. And, of course, you can always get in touch with us that way and ask us any right. questions that you might have. And if you mm-hmm. want to find out more, you can just, you know, let us know that you're interested and we'll get in touch with you and talk to you. We're very yep. personal. That awesome. We enjoy, we enjoy I love talking that. to people. Directly. I love that. Thank you so and much. Thank you. Thank you for uh, joining me here today. Thank you for being, you know, one of my teachers and my mentors. Uh, what more can I say? I, I know that my listeners um, are going to love you too. Thank you so well, much. I okay. love you so thank much. You. Thank, Thank you. you for inviting us, Kiron. It's really nice to see you or to talk to you again, too. It's a pleasure. It's been too long, and we'll we'll talk to each other <laughs> sooner than 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 it's been. But we're talking Sounds to good. each other now. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, folks. I'm going to be. Uh, you know, taking uh, some uh, calls in a few minutes, um, but I need to, looking at the clock on the wall, we've been having so much fun, I need to update everyone on what is coming up next on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. So I want to remind you that on Friday, November the 17th, Catherine Hahn will be back on the air with her Compassionate Light Radio. And then coming back, we have, let's see, on the Saturday after that, November 18th, uh, Mary Brown and Dax Carlisle will be back on the air with um, Tarot Today Live. And then I will be back on the air on... um, Let's see, uh, November 26th, and I will have a special guest, which I'll tell you a little bit about that uh, when we get to the end of the show. And um, before I forget, it is, you know, it's time for me to take some phone calls because I see people have been hanging in there. So I want to make sure that I get to as many people as possible. So uh, right now, I'm going to go to um, area code uh, 913. What is your name and where you're calling from? You're live and on the air. Hi. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon. Um, My name is Jessica, and I'm calling from Kansas. Hi. I hope you're enjoying the show today. And uh, yeah, thanks for calling in. And, Thank you. Uh, yeah, so uh, what's going on? Uh, is there something you uh, like to say, or do you want us to pull some cards on something? Um, I just wanted to know, I guess, like, what's coming up in my love life. <laughs> um, I'm newly single. 
And I just wanted to know if um, I have anything coming up there. Okay, so you're newly single, and you want to know what's coming up for you? Yes, in my love life. In your love life. Okay, let me let me grab some cards and see. Okay. Okay, so um want you to know that uh, your angels have heard your prayers and they're bringing joyful changes to your life. So get ready to move forward. So this is something that's going to be coming up really quickly. Um, and it's going to start unfolding quickly. Um, you know, you, um, you know, it, things are going to be happening very rapidly. And, um, yeah, I see someone coming up in your life very soon. I mean, you've been alone. Uh, you know, you've spent time working on yourself. And um, you've had, you know, time to focus on what you want, you want to see, and you're shining your light. And you are you going out? How are you? Are you going out there to meet people? Um, are you on social media? How are you going to make this happen? Because um, I'm definitely on social media. I'm like kind of in hermit mode right now. But um, I have been praying about someone, a certain person, I guess. And I feel like I've been seeing, like, signs that this person is coming in. I've been seeing a ton of angel numbers and stuff. And I just don't know if that's, like, if it's, like, actually happening, if it's, like, the person that I'm wanting. <laughs> well, okay. Um, I pulled a card. Right away I got a card for uh, someone coming into your life. They might be or it might be an Aries, a Leo, or a Sagittarius, okay, but it's someone who is really a leader, someone who's independent, and um, I I think it's going to happen quickly. I really do. Um, I see it happening fast. Um, you, it's, it's up to you uh, when you see this person to make the move, and as far as timing, it's like perfect timing. You know, it it it's it looks good. Let's put it that way. So will it be like this month? It's uh let's see. Well, the card that um, I think it's it says perfect timing. So that means it's it's going to happen quickly. So okay. you when you see that person. You need to decide and make the move. And it's kind of like get ready for a miracle that uh, there's there's going to be good stuff, all good stuff. I hope that helps. Yes, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for calling in. Love you so much. Have a nice afternoon. Thank you. Okay, I am going to go to area code 310. What is your name and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Vince. I'm calling from New York. Hi. Hi. Uh, so I have a specific uh, job question. Um, 
I just started a job. It's a warehouse job that I really can't stand, but I'm taking because I have something right now. But um, three weeks ago, I applied for a job at a, at a can company where they make cans for the breweries and the soda companies and whatnot. And the guy really liked me. I spoke with him um, on Friday. Well, I didn't speak with him, but he emailed me on Friday. He said he's already told HR that he wants them to hire me. And he said to be patient. HR is going to reach out to you anytime soon. So I'm just wondering how long it will be before I hear from them. Okay. Okay. And you say you're currently working now. But it's not. Yeah, I just started this job this yeah. week, but I'm yeah. not happy there. It's not okay. a good fit for me. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see you walking away from that. Uh, when, but don't walk away from it till you get. Uh, you see, you know, you get something coming through. Yeah, it's um, right now. You're in kind of like a, you know, a waiting period, a pause, um, but. Um, you know, something is definitely coming through that you're going to, it's going to be a, a more perfect fit. The main thing is you need to be patient, okay, and just kind of, you know, go with the flow and just kind of enjoy where you're at right now. But there is definitely um, something that's going to come through that's going to be a better fit for you. Uh, as far as timing, I know that you want to know about timing on it. Let me just see if I can get something timing coming through on it. Um, as I said, you just need, it's definitely coming through. You just need to be patient. It might uh, happen around the end of the year, but the end of the year is coming fast. So, right. I mean, what I'm getting is, is hang in there. Just kind of, you know, go with the flow where you are, but there is, um, there is something on the horizon that will bring you um, purpose and joy, but not to overlook that where you're at, you might meet good people that could also uh, enrich your life where you are, okay? Um, okay. You know, yeah, you know, but not to be upset that, um, that it's kind of a quiet period. But things will definitely pick up, and uh, you have you have a lot of gifts that you can uh, share with the world, and the world is waiting for them. So it's just really a matter of time. Yeah, I because I just I'm barely able to make my bills and everything, and rent and groceries, but I haven't put any money aside for my car payment. That's the biggest worry right now. And I know that if I, with this job, with the money I'll be making, the money I'm making, I'll be able to put enough aside to make my uh, car payments on a monthly basis for now. But with with everything else coming up, you know, and, and I think it's going to be, it's just really, really difficult avenue at this point for me. So um, I'm just worried about losing my car and everything. I'm, you know, so... It's just been a real bad struggle for me financially. Yeah. What I'm getting there, as I said, that, you know, there's there's opportunities that are around you that which won't be the final solution to everything. But uh, 
is there, you know, it's like kind of saying that uh, there's something that you can do at the same time as this job. Maybe there, there's a part-time job that you can do uh, in addition to the job that you're doing. I mean, there's a lot of energy of that around you. Yeah, you know, of yeah, even, of even, I, of even doing a second job, particularly yeah, now with the holidays that. coming on. Yeah, there might be like a yeah. seasonal job, and to do that at right. the same time and just hang in there, and that um, that could be very helpful because there, you know, there's you have that energy around you. Okay. Okay, right. I hope that mm. helps. Thank you so yeah. much for calling in. Love you and uh, okay. um, see good things. Thank you. I'm going to put you All back right. in so Thanks. you can listen. Going to area code 475. What is your name and where are you calling from? Sean from Stanford, Connecticut. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Always good when you call in. Thank you. Let, let me... Uh, let me pull some cards for you. You want me to pull some cards? Okay. Yes, please. Yes, let's see what Also, while you're doing that, I was in um, my local bookstore, and I found something that you may be interested in. It was a uh, New York City-themed tarot cards. Yes, the Urban Tarot. I'm familiar with that deck. It's been out um, a while. I do have it in my collection. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's a really the one that has the subway map on it, right? The little that's subway correct. map yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a very creative uh deck and um I don't know I'm not sure when it came out, but um I have the deck I and I also when I saw them though. Yeah. Yeah. That's really Okay, here's what I'm getting for um getting for you right now um i'm getting that um okay you like our previous caller you're kind of it's in a period where you're kind of waiting for something and what you need to do is look at it from a different perspective and you know uh if things seem a little upside down kind of go with that because it'll give you a different perspective on what you're seeing and can lead to uh, movement as far as what you want to see happening in your life. And you're going to move into a period where you're going to have a lot of, um, a lot of choices, a lot of options uh, coming up in, in your, your um, as far as, you know, what's going to be happening. Um, I see this happening uh, mainly, uh, happening toward the end of the year, uh, which are um, which is coming up soon. Um, and I keep I keep hearing a voice whispering in my ear that you are awesome. <laughs> so just just you want to go with that. that you are totally awesome, and. Um, it's saying that now is a good time. Uh, are you studying any of the metaphysical or healing arts? Because this is the perfect time for you to, to do those things. I did study some Reiki recently. Ah, well, it's going to be a good fit. You're going to, um, that's going to bring a lot of joy into your life. Uh, 
and uh, that's going to make you really happy. It's going to really change your life. So that's for you. That's something that will be very helpful to you. And, um, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you're, you know, you're a, um, you're a special person. And there's some kind of gift or legacy that um, that will be uh, coming into your life. And you're going to get in touch with it through your spiritual practice, which uh, the Reiki can certainly be a part of it. And, um, you know, really bring change into your life because that's, that's, that's kind of why you're here. You are, Sean, you are a healer and definitely go out there and heal. You have, you know, you have a lot of uh, compassion and emotional maturity and you're definitely on the right path. And Thank you very much. I also made some new up. friends recently and one of them is becoming a pediatric nurse. So you want me to pull? I got um, I got one more call that I've got to take, but let me pull a card. You want me to pull a card on her? Yeah, please. No. Yeah. Okay. I'll have her. So, her what name is Angel. <laughs> Angel. Well, that's the perfect name. Okay. Yeah. So here's what I'm getting. That uh, this is definitely the one that's worth waiting for. You've been waiting for this person. Uh, she could be your soulmate. Um, and once again, this whole thing about patience, give it a chance. You know, it's not something, remember that song, you can't hurry love. It's just got to wait. Right. But even though you know her, you got to kind of, you have to let go of any control issues and allow the situation to unfold naturally. And yeah, she just I see good nursing stuff. school. She just graduated nursing school. She's not sure where she's going to end up. Um, she has connections to a hospital in New Jersey, but we'll see how that goes. And I knew Lily by accident, and I see off and on. She works in a local restaurant in New Jersey where I go off and on, and we just got very friendly, and things have just worked out well so far. And I'm not going to push it, yeah. but things have cooked off so well pretty well. Yeah. Well, I definitely see. I think you, you once said you were in Connecticut. You might be moving to New Jersey because I see movement there. So you never know. Just give it time right. and let it unfold. And right. as I said, the, I keep getting, you know, someone whispering in my ear that you're awesome. You know, you are awesome. So go for it. Go for your awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. okay. I'm going to be able to take one more call. So I'm going to area code uh, 914. What is your name and where are you calling from? Hi. Hello. Can you can you hear me? I can hear you. What is your name and where are you yeah. calling from? My name is Ashiel. I'm calling from New York. Hi. Hi. Well, can I can I pull some cards for you today or what? How can I help? Yeah, you I have, today? A, I have a question. Uh, there's someone that I'm getting um, talking to that I'm kind of interested in, okay. um, in the romantic level. I can give you some uh, initial JT. Okay. And I'm okay. curious what kind of uh, the angel can tell me about that situation. Okay. Let me see. 
Okay, so um, looking good. I mean, uh, wow. Okay. I got some really good cards for you, okay? So um, this is a wonderful time in your life, okay? And I think you're going to see any difficulties that you have. They're going to be falling away, and you're going to be moving forward. Just have faith that it will work out. And, yeah. I mean, I, um, I, it's, I think this relationship looks really promising. You know, uh, once again, let go with the flow. Don't, don't push it. Just go with it. And it looks really good. I mean, all your, you, um, your, you know, this seems like the time to, you know, celebrate and know that, um, you know, something will, this might be the want, you know, it's, I, I pulled a card that symbolizes, um, you know, a, a deep emotional relationship. And, uh, yeah, this could be the one. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, you know, I just look forward to it. You know, I was just curious. I couldn't hear you. Uh, well, I said, I'm happy. I look forward to it. Um, but can I also ask if you see anybody else besides JP? Because you never know right nowadays, now, you know? Right now, I mean, well, yeah, I can see other people. I mean, there's we live in a world okay. of people. But there's one, this one is, for, there's one person in particular that um, that is very promising. And, okay. uh, yeah. Yeah, very. It looks very promising. Okay, thank you uh, for calling in, and um, let me just check and see uh, what's going on in the chat room. Oh, we got a lot of wonderful people in uh, the chat room. You always want to go in there because. uh, there's always really good stuff going on in there, and yeah, looking good. So you know, I'll be back um, on with the show. If I didn't get to your questions, but I think I got to everyone today, I'll be back on Sunday, November the 26th. I'm going to have a really special guest. I'm going to have another one of my teachers and mentors and friends. I'm going to have Teresa Reed on my show. She's going to be talking about her tarot journey, but especially about a new book that she's written. Um, It's called The Cards You're Dealt, How to Deal uh, with Life When It Gets Real, When You Really Need to Turn to Tarot. And so you're certainly going to want to tune into that. But it looks like I need to wrap the show up that I... Um, but it's that time, so I do want to let everyone know this is your magic mama. I'm Sharona, and um, I do want to leave you. I always like to leave people with um, this message, and it's about, you know, we have, you, you hear about magical words, and there's actually two sets of magical words that I always tell people. One of them is I am. When you say I am, you want to say really good things about yourself because whatever you say you are, 
That's what you are, and that's how your day goes. And the other thing is you want to always say thank you. Those are the most magical words, because once you have a grateful heart, you become a magnet for miracles. And speaking of thank you, I want to thank each one of you, my listeners, my dear friends here in this magical community. I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. And I do want to let you know, if no one told you this, um, that you are loved, okay? You are enough, just the way you are. And this world would not be the same without each one of you. We're all perfect. We're all part of a perfect puzzle that fits together that is essential to all that is. So don't forget to keep shining that light of yours. And if you have a question, well, you can always tune into the show, but you can also talk to that divine universe that we're each part of. You can find answers there. So know that the universe has your back and I always say you want to keep your energy and your vibrations high, and I always invite you to step into your power and awaken your true magic. So until we meet again, which will be Sunday, November the 26th, um, I want you to know that I love you all. I want to do a shout-out to uh, Ruth Ann and Walt Amberstone. I love you so much, and thank you for joining me. And thank you, everyone. I love you. Bye-bye.